0: Joining us on Heron's Home Podcast, I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my soundman, extraordinary Rico G going on everybody and we up in the house for the big episode 9999 yeah, yeah, one yeah, away one <laughs> brant, 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 brant. yo my nigga yo no, if no, i could no. get a if i could get some sound effects for episode 100 yo it's going to happen because i know i'll be talking all that good shit about my fucking <laughs> soundboard and it does exist i just need to get that shit up and running <laughs> but yo so i'm excited <laughs> man thank you for everybody for joining us
1: yeah, yeah, in the back.
0: house man last week was yeah hella depressing so I really just, I I didn't feel like pulling together any serious topics. So anybody who came today for a serious conversation, I'm going to have to apologize ahead of time because all we got is a (laughs) bunch of fun entertainment topics because there's been tons of fucking silly bullshit that actually can strike up a decent conversation to to fill up the show. So we're going to try to keep it easy because I know last week, just, you know, continuously talking about all of the, the random crap that's happening in the election system and all that. It's starting to wear on your boy. Ninety something episodes, and I'm ready to just to do a, 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 a fun episode with nothing but random entertainment topics. So that's what we're going to do today. But um, yeah, there's just been a, a bunch of shit going on, uh, man. Just to start out, not not that I'm this is a particularly happy topic, but it looks like so the releases of the, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X went very well.
1: Nice, nice.
0: Oh, I mean, that's in terms use, of actually. for Sony and, and and Microsoft, because they sold out all their units, which whenever you produce something and you can sell every single one that you produce, as as you that's ship, a success. Yeah, for sure. And, and while I'm pretty sure they could have achieved that with just the normal consumer purchasing that would have been happening right around now because of the holidays and the, the hype and buzz that they made, unfortunately, a significant portion of that seems to have been generated from the scalper market. And unfortunately, Ooh, yeah. Unfortunately, the scalper market it has a negative effect on the consumer experience, but a positive effect on the manufacturer experience. And so anytime you can produce something and guarantee a hundred percent sellout of your production run. You're you're going to be inclined to encourage whatever behavior is doing that, pretty much. And unfortunately, the scalpers, while they can guarantee the manufacturer's sales, what they then do is they they influence the the price market and inflate it drastically for a significant amount of time after launch, and while that doesn't hurt the manufacturer, they made they made their profit margins. They sold it at what they wanted to sell it at and they got that money for it. It really hurts the consumer experience because it makes it difficult to find yeah, and then on top of you have hard to pay extra. And on top of that, since so many games are online now and so many of these units are out of the market, they're in, they're sold, but they're in the hands of scalpers, which means that no one's playing them a lot of times. And unfortunately, that means that the launch of the games themselves are suffering. Because they're not having the same patronage that they would if all those units were in the hands of people who were playing them. This is true. And so it really sucks. I think that a lot of the games aren't worried. They're waiting until after Christmas because hopefully they'll be out of the hands of the scalpers and into the hands of people by Christmas time. But I have a strong feeling that a lot of those scalpers are going to get stuck because they're hardlining those prices because they need to make their profit margins now. And, you know, it just sucks because... In the end, the person who I'm like most concerned about is the person who's trying to play their launch title and there's no one online to play with them. Or, you know, the community is not... It's hard to keep... You know you know how it is when a game launches. If, if it's a competitive community, the people who are playing vigorously in the beginning tend to edge out the people who might play more casually. Yeah. And then it becomes very unfun. <laughs> Especially if it's like matchmaking. Even if it's cooperative, you get left behind because people won't want to group with you because you don't have the progress that they do. It's just... It ruins the experience, you know? And so, I don't know, man. Scalpers, it sucks because, you know, of how much it exacerbates getting a unit on on launch. But then, you know, it also doesn't, you know, make the gamer experience any better. And and I, I wish that there was some an impetus for the manufacturers to do something about it. But unfortunately, it really plays very well to their business model. So they're very disinclined to do anything about it.
1: Mm-hmm. it's not a problem on their end <clears throat> no not in
0: the least <laughs> like it's not even a small problem to them at all like they're happy you know it's only the retailers uh, that are exactly. actually running into issues because some of the scalpers are are exploiting their systems to to get those items out of uh, the general inventory and so <sighs> I don't know man I don't even know how you would deal with something like that like I don't even know what the best way of trying to address that, that problem other than just wait because I'm pretty sure, and, and it's a, it's it's something I think is only going to be a problem for like the first six months after launch. After mm-hmm. six months, I'm relatively sure it'll smooth out, and you can buy one at regular price. Yeah, pretty regularly. Yeah,
1: they're only doing it now to pretty much beat the holiday rush. Yeah,
0: and so and 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 that's beat another Christmas, thing is that I'm I'm disinclined to do something about something that's only going to be a problem for a short period of time. It's like ah, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it just sucks for the people who who are now stuck waiting you know, for the community to catch up and everything to to smooth out so they can play their games more regularly. But yeah, I saw that going on, dude. In the 2024 Olympics in Paris, they're gonna—they've added breakdancing to the uh, <laughs> to the to the slate of, of what is of games? Olympic breakdancing? That is what I want to know. I want to see it only because humans.
1: I'm very. i curious. You very know, humans curious. are about to
0: take this shit to another. But if I you've ever watched, about this. if you've ever watched a male gymnastics floor routine, it is very close to breakdancing without the uprock.
1: Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, a lot right. of the moves are the you're same. Right
0: a lot of the moves are, are 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 present in both which a i don't know if it was breakdancing that influenced those moves into gymnastics or vice versa but i'm i'm really glad that they're modernizing the 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 sport a bit and bringing in some of its more contemporary influences cuz I think that's cool. And and honestly, if you see, like, epic-level breakdancing, that shit is Olympic. Like, I've seen videos yeah, of niggas, I like... Yeah, actually,
1: actually... Uh, that actually reminds me of this dude I used to see back... I think his name is B-Boy the Kid, but I'm not entirely sure. I don't really remember. It was ages ago. But yeah, he does some epic shit where he's, like... Um, doing, like, push-ups uh, uh, on his hands, and then he, like, flips over on his back and is, like, dancing. It's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. So or just, like, head spins. Exciting,
0: like, oh, my goodness. Yo, I've seen sounds some of the most epic head spin routines that I'm just like, wow. Yeah. That um, flare yeah. routines, that 1990s. Those, Yeah, there's a lot of fresh shit. And, and then on top of that, I wonder what, what kind of swag they're going to bring to the up rock because... And, and I wonder what the format's going to be. Is it going to be battle-breaking? Or is it gonna be just like a
1: floor routine breaking? It's probably like a floor routine for points, I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, probably, but I could hope for a battle. <laughs> because that would be gangster. So yo, cause you know Russia's gonna kill it too, man. <laughs> the fuck Russian B boy ain't no joke. <laughs> the
1: fuck out of my face. <laughs> fuck on, out man. of my face. Black people are gonna America's gonna destroy oh, no. that. Or,
0: is, I think Africa is going to give America a run for its money. See,
1: that would be America good too. has yeah, uh, Africa,
0: uh, and when I say Africa, I mean particularly South Africa and, actually, and Nigeria. Some... Both have relatively large b boy scenes. Yeah. That I. I I would love to see what those countries can can produce in terms of a, a Olympic break boy dance team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the just UK the sound might of bring that. Some
1: dope shit too. UK,
0: let me not yeah. let me not uh, shortchange the UK. No, this, their break boy might, scene is real. That
1: might actually be one of the only Olympic sports.
0: Bro, I'm actually excited <laughs> to see might. that. You're like I'm like, Oh Paris, they know how to <laughs> come on man, they know how to pander, <laughs> bro. They, they see they see the way of the world, who makes the culture. Oh man, niggas in Paris for sure. Niggas in Paris for real though. Gosh, is that gonna have? Damn, Kanye made so many anthems, bro. Because that's gonna have, that's gonna be a staple, bro. Niggas in Paris. It's the twenty twenty four Olympics in Paris, and niggas are gonna be break breakdancing. Come on, come, come on. Come on. <laughs> if you don't, if they don't have a, a special category of routines just to that song, I don't know what's oh, going on. Man. But yeah, that was really cool. Um, did you see that uh, Japan has uh, successfully prototyped and is slated to get manufacturing for their first flying car in
1: 2023? That sounds kind of cool. Bro, I saw... Sounds it.
0: dangerous, though. Yo, not for nothing, shit looks dope. man, This
1: shit looks dope, <laughs> shit looks dope my nigga. Like, it looks like a little <laughs> oh, fighter jet, bro. Shit. Like
0: That shit is fresh. I was like, oh, snap. If this is the future, I'm about that shit. Real talk. Um... What was the name? I don't even remember the name of the company. Man, it's um, going to
1: be uh, uh, so much tragedy. Oh, of course. So much tragedy of course, waiting to happen. Of course.
0: I can't wait. I can't wait. I want to see what it's like. You think to,
1: people have a hard time navigating on two planes just going left can and right, imagine, like, back and forth? Now you got to add three-dimensional can, space can, into that? Can we have an age limit? Because can you imagine an
0: 80-year-old person in a flying car? <laughs> oh, my God oh hey, my god
1: harrison ford crashes airplane yeah, like, like three regularly, times bro. regularly nigga. <laughs> so imagine a flying car let's oh my gosh i'm looking forward to it but, um, yo, that shit looks dope bro i'm, uh, I'm definitely is, is with that, it I'm oh running, yeah the for sky it. drive yeah it's kind of fresh Looks kind of fresh bro We're doesn't it it's got, it's easier to see is that easier to see yeah no, you're,
0: good. you're good i remember um yeah, that's what I'm saying. It look like a little, yeah, you know I mean,
1: yeah, it looks pretty dope, like a
0: little personal jet plane, bro. Oh,
1: it's VTOL too. Okay,
0: I bro, see. I'm ya. telling you, okay. yo, it is not, yo, the Japanese are not playing. Okay, yo. they are going to, yo, they're gonna make the
1: future. Uh VTOL for everyone who doesn't know is vertical, vertical takeoff and or, landing and landing. So that means no runway. It means nope. you just fucking up and get out of here. That's dope. up and out That is lit. Yeah, man. Yo, I'm
0: telling you. 2021, the movie is going to be litty, bro. 2021, well, the movie going is going to be litty. <clears throat> Dude, did you see this storyline that's developing? They're, they went to- full total recall at this point. They're like, they're trying to privatize water futures.
1: Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Bro,
0: I don't even know how that's going to affect, like, because... Fuck I don't even know how you can manage to do that because... Like, the majority of the world and the UN recognizes water as a human right. So, like, how do you privatize human rights at this point? Ask Nestle. Nestle's been doing it, well, privatizing pro- water you know, for decades. Nestle has been exploiting the fact that it's that it's easy access to anyone, so it's the first come, first serve, and they've just gotten themselves situated in such a good spot. So, like, now that they're privatizing, but I
1: don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they're the one pushing that shit either.
0: Yeah, because they're probably also in the best position to, to scoop up the majority of shares but yeah so 2021 the movie evidently the directors took um some inspiration from Total Recall cause they were like yo privatize the right natural resources of the world it's the way to go that shit's gonna end in tragedy I don't know how the fuck they plan on
1: cause <laughs> you can't secure today.
0: cause you can't secure those 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 um commodities like I don't. I, I think you're gonna have a hard time securing those commodities um on a on a on a na- on a global level but hey they were willing to try, <clears throat> which I thought that that shit was hilarious. Um, but yeah, yo, did you see um, Summer Walker is launching a, a clothing line?
1: I did not. What did oh, I'm call? sorry.
0: No, no, no. Summer Walker is launching her own label and Tiana Ooh. Taylor is launching a clothing line, which Ooh. I think is is amazing because these are these are two parts of the industry that, that play very heavily. So hopefully, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, um, intersectionality between uh, those two businesses. So you know, Tiana has been looking to get off her label. Maybe there's some collaboration to, to be done on the music tip with with Summer. And I know Summer's going to be needing wardrobe and and I'm sure and they've worked a lot on um on music videos. I believe I, I I believe you know um that that's what I heard that they've worked together a lot behind the scenes on music videos. So her clothing line could be a, an integral part of helping her get her her stuff launched and so hopefully there's some there's some there's some um you know uh synergy between those two those two businesses because both of them i believe suffer from i think the same kind of uh under under uh, appreciation from the industry the the fans love them you know they get the numbers but like there's just an underappreciation for their artwork in the industry and it's probably because they're free thinkers. They're strong black women that do not uh that don't that don't move under the impetus of the industry. They move under their artistic, you know, acumen and so the industry has I think distances themselves it distance itself from them um to its own detriment because these two women are are very talented and I don't think that any kind of there's there's no level of industry blackballing that's gonna stop them from shining. And so facts. Yeah, I, I wanted to give a big up to, to them and I hope that 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 they get that they get a lot of work done together because I feel like, you know, first of all they they, they complement each other so well. You know what I mean? Like Summer Walker is, is a great uh vocal um artist and tiana taylor with her visuals like she her her don't get me wrong her her album and her music is amazing but (laughs) her visuals and her uh her um her dance performance is second to none like that shit is amazing like her ability to to put those music videos together and put together dance routines and choreography is amazing and so yeah i want to see them get to shine in those areas so i thought that that was really encouraging especially given the you know the kind of shitty stuff that's been happening to them both with um the grammy snubs for for um for summer and then tiana being you know kind of sidelined by her by her label and not supported properly so yeah
1: i'm always happy to see people branch out you know what I mean mm-hmm. diversify your bonds
0: but that was my whole point like do your thing do your thing fuck those niggas you're right you're absolutely 100% right but don't let that dim you.
1: You know what I mean? Because you you killing the game. Hey, man, this just proves that she didn't. feel me? She's just moving to the next phase, which that's how it is sometimes. You know, it's a journey. Like, not everything lasts mm-hmm. forever. Sometimes you got to move away from it, grow, and then come back when you're ready. True story.
0: But yeah, um, <laughs> what else been going on? Uh, did you hear Kanye's getting sued by his choir?
1: Oh, yeah, because he didn't pay them or
0: some shit, right? Yeah. And so... Her, yeah. Part of the discussion I heard that was being put forth was oh Kanye is not responsible for paying the choir.
1: Oh no 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 no. Kanye's just con artist. Come on, he's a Republican. He's doing Republican shit.
0: And 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 at what point at what point do we do we do we stop the idolatry? Because that's just crazy. I'm as close he sings with the choir. <laughs> I guarantee you that at some point at the at the, uh, one of them see. said at the end of the show at the end of the 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 performance cuz i'm not even going to call it a sermon would at the end of their performance i'm sure when i'm saying, hey nigga pay me hey don't forget the checks you feel me? my direct deposit still works
1: only a grifter would think that you, know what you mean? would come this and work nigga with mean. this nigga knows, Kanye and, and, and whether he is
0: directly for responsible for paying them their checks handing them checks or whatever or signing off on whatever has to happen for that money transfer at some point as, as the buck has to stop at him. When your people aren't getting paid, I'm sorry, but I don't think that there's any any CEO that's so big that if you, you, a whole choir, a whole section of, of of your employees aren't getting paid, and 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 you're just gonna and write it off as that's not my responsibility. That's wild that people even buy that or even put that into the air. Like, wow. These are people singing in a choir and you're going to advocate for Kanye's bitch ass to rob them over just paying them. That's wild to the point where it's at lawsuits. Like, I mean, at this, if it's gotten to a lawsuit, I mean, I assume that there's been some form of mediation.
1: They've attempted to be
0: reasonable yeah. about it
1: before. And
0: and at what point does Kanye stop and say, oh, you know what? Wow. It's gotten this far. I know it's not my responsibility, but hey, um, can we just fucking pay them?
1: And this is where is this rational Kanye coming from that you're uh is, Oh no the one no I
0: I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that that rational Kanye doesn't exist. And because he doesn't exist, we should not be letting him off the hook for not paying them because he is directly responsible. And I'm not saying that that's his uh his accounting department. I'm not saying it's anyone's fault but his own. He's the head of that business, he's well aware that these people should have been paid, and if there was any malfeasance at this point, it's made its way to him. So you got to take responsibility at some point for your business and the choir that you invited to come sing with you and your bullshit Sunday sermons. Like, come on, dog. Like, come on, people. Let's stop the stop the, the idolatry. Whole thing
1: was a grift from Jump.
0: That's just crazy, man. Like, and and it, and I feel bad, man. These people probably have a, a weird image of Kanye in their head. You know what I mean? I'm I, I don't know. I hope at of this him point, walking they, on water like that, that kind of weird. Yeah. That's what I mean by idolatry. Because at this point, like, how many of them are still showing up to to sing? Like, are y'all still singing? Like, come on,
1: <laughs> we're gonna sue you, but we're still coming to sing on Sunday now. <laughs>
0: that shit's wild. I thought that was that was real crazy. Um, so you got um Jada in the red table. They felt it necessary to talk to um, I don't even know the young girl's name. It's one of um. The daughters of the lady that went to jail for paying for her kids to get into college and forging all that shit.
1: Oh, Sarah McLaughlin. Which one? Sarah McLaughlin? Yeah. Not Sarah McLaughlin. That's the singer. Lori Laughlin. Lori Lori Laughlin. Yeah, her daughter. Okay.
0: Evidently, she's friends with Willow. Okay. Willow is hugely sympathetic to this young girl as if somehow her (laughs) life has been derailed. Jada feels as if it's necessary that they provide this this young girl a platform. And of course, thank God one of them had some common sense and Granny's like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? This girl's this girl's gonna do fine. This girl's gonna do fine. She was never in trouble of not having a future. This won't do this will do very little to derail anything in her life.
1: Pay more money than it costs to go to your college for you to get into a college that you're not. Qualified to get it to you, you're, you'll be all right.
0: You gonna be all right right. You you, you you straight. Jada, for some reason, oh, I, and I feel it's because she, Jada, Jada's thinking about the platform, and the platform is essentially built off of exposure, and so there's no reason for her not to interview this little girl because she'll give them exposure, whether or not it's in the best interest of of her or or the image of her brand. The exposure is all she's thinking about. Willow is thinking about her friend and Granny uh oh, what? I forget the uh her mother's name. <laughs> You're gonna call her Granny Smith. Every, no, every, yeah, I was gonna call her <laughs> Granny Smith, but no, everybody calls her grandma uh Pinkett. <laughs> oh, but um I don't think that's her name. But anyway, Jada's mother, um, is the only one that's speaking sense at the table. And I'm like, What She is the eldest. And, it, and it's a shame. And and it's like, listen, Jada, you don't have to bullshit the, the, the people. Every, no, You're not going to convince anyone that by you not interviewing this girl, you're somehow silencing her the way that you were silenced as a young black woman who was trying to speak out for your own, you know, worth in the industry. Don't, because she's trying to make the case, like, I don't want to do to her what people did to me. Like, what the, f- what? <laughs> Jada, stop it. Just Just stop it. It's you're doing too much. That's a
1: reach. Yeah, that's it's a stretch. It's a very
0: far reach, and of course Willow is inclined to to, to 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 let it all ride because she wants to have her friend on the show, and that's fine. Like I get it. You know, I didn't know that that's what this plat that platform was for, but that's why I don't I don't usually watch Red Table Talks because it's not made for me. But I'm glad that at least one of them was willing to represent the idea that, you know. I'm not saying that it didn't suck that she lost her job or that her influencer gig was kind of stifled because, but she's fine. It's not the same as if one of us lost our job and, and, and was found that our parents were, were using, you know, felonious methods to get us credentials that we didn't deserve. That would tank one of us. She's doing fine. Mm -hmm. And you want to invite her on the platform to sit here and, 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 and curry pity. That she doesn't
1: deserve. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I think she probably did go through a hard time having to be associated with that when she ain't had shit to do with it. No, yes, she did. They didn't even want to go to that school.
0: No, but she knew what was going on. Nah, man, nah, man, nah. Don't give me that shit. I'm sorry. I'm not going to buy that that, oh, but they, she didn't know what her, she knew that she didn't have the credentials to go to that school. <laughs> she knew very well what her parents oh, yeah, did that's to get her. True. Into yeah, that school. they did
1: say. Yeah, they were. Doing, they faked her like being on yeah, teams. Yeah, no, there that's was, right. F- there was a lot of faking right. going on. My bad. You know I what I mean? About and that. So,
0: so, you know, and 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 as I said, I don't discount that it sucked, but that's not that's not like trials and tribulations. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's people who like you know. Get canceled and then like their career nosedives and that they don't they don't have an immediate safety net to keep them from hitting rock bottom and shit gets ugly you know that those are trial and triple. that didn't happen to her that didn't happen to her at all her mother never f- seen the real consequences for 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 her you know personal chicanery and 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 you know neither does she know what real consequences are for the mistakes that were made. And so, no, I don't think that Jada needs to platform her on... Now, if you want to have her on Red Table Talk, that's fine. I can't... You know what your audience wants. I don't know what your audience wants because I'm not your audience. But don't try to make it sound like you're doing, you know, a justice for a young woman trying... Come on. Don't shit on me and tell tell me it's raining. That's not... That's not a... You know, that's not necessary. You know, because I respect Jada Pinkett. You know, I think that... And and I and on not for nothing, you know. I thought that she navigated her whole August Althena, Alcina thing relatively well for the most part. You know what I mean? It never got ugly. I thought. I thought that you know, for what she did divulge to the public, she was relatively forthright. And so it is what it is. But nah, that right there, that's not that's not where it is. You know. And and I expected her to have a little bit more integrity than that, especially with her platform that she made. You know what I mean? Especially when she has a... You know what I mean? And and, and it, it really feels like a diminishment of the understanding of... You know, come on. That, that, that's not even something that a black person could have gone through. Like, we couldn't have even gone through that. Like, we would have never seen that level of leniency from the system. So, come on, man. That's not, let, let, let's not cheapen the experience of, of real oppression. You know, this young girl went through a turbulent time. And she she she's gonna come out the other side of it much stronger and richer for it, I'm sure. And so, you know, don't don't gaslight the public as if, you know, you're doing you're doing her some kind of 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 redemption path. It is what it is. She didn't lose that many. She didn't lose any flowers from this. Unlikely. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that, that was that was a an interesting one. Um oh. Did you hear about what happened to little baby? Nah, it was some petty mm-hmm. shit. Don't worry, It ain't nothing really serious. Um, so evidently, little baby, uh, exchanged some manner of goods to a young lady by the name of Miss London, who is a sex worker, okay. for procuring her services. Clapping them
1: cheeks, okay.
0: Yapping them yeeks.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Little baby is in a relationship. Miss London decides, I'm going to put my man on blast.
1: This is my chance. I'm going for the end zone. I see the check.
0: And so she's like, yeah, I just got 16K from little baby for whatever, whatever, whatever. I didn't actually read it because I didn't want to consume that. I thought that. (laughs) And and I'll make my stance very, very clear from the onset of this. I have no problems whatsoever with sex work. One thing that I do honestly believe in is that Nobody has any right to tell someone else what to do with their body. As long as they're not being coerced into doing what they do, which I know the vast majority of sex workers are not actually coerced in America. Now, that's not to say there's not an underground illegal, you know, sex trade. That is not what I am talking about. I am talking about the legal, the legal occupation of offering sexual favors for money that has been, you know, largely regulated and 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 dispersed throughout the pornography industry in America. Now, I have no problem with that. Now, what I have a problem with in this young lady's uh particular situation is the impropriety of her unprofessional behavior. If he pays you 16 racks for a night of fun at least have the decency not to to divulge your client's private information out in public that's where i part ways with her i have no problems with her doing that and i salute her like your pussy wears 16 racks that is
1: exemplary that's not even just like sex work specific in general you-, you never like tell exactly how much you make because it ruins your ability to negotiate in the future it's a bad business move in general it's just rookie moves on her parts all around
0: and so and and
1: and and not for nothing now this is completely also
0: hypothetical I don't know this to be true but it would seem that little baby and his and his significant other might have a understanding that as long as he's not in a relationship with any of these girls, that she might not be upset with him, that if he is out partying, getting $100,000 water, and he feels like he wants to sleep with someone and and he's not coming home, that it is okay for him to pay someone in the hopes that that person, in paying them, it would be professional, be clean, and also discreet about the interaction. I don't doubt that that exists in their relationship, if it does. And so it just strikes me as extremely distasteful that this young lady went out and then attempted to to start a whole internet kerfuffle around little baby and his proclivities when he goes out and parties. She'll do anything for clout, and that, and I that, and I hope that that backfires on her. Honestly, like not that I, I wish the downfall of anyone, but I hope that that doesn't garner exactly what she hoped it to because that is a terrible precedent to start because i would hate to see more of this shit happening because honestly consenting adults you know should definitely have a certain understanding and respect for the discretion of other people's celebrity like you know i think that that's that's a, that's a lost art maybe in today's day and age because so many people can be considered popular or celebrities And get into places where they might not know the etiquette to. They might not be aware of how to properly, you know, present themselves in a respectable way. And yes, there is a there is a proper way, a proper, respectable way to present yourself, even if you are in an area providing sex work. That doesn't make you an improper or unrespectable person. And so you can still partake in that industry and carry yourself in such a way that keeps yourself and the people who 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 confide and trust with you with this work in a, in a in a decent way and so that's that's really what you know I thought that there was a broader conversation to be had about you know it is what it is in in terms of who he chooses to pay for for legal sex work and what relation what uh um agreements he might have in his relationship in regards to his ability to to do that but I think that overall she she was really tactless in that and that that made a situation that might have never even been a situation something which sucks like damn dog I was paying you under the expectation that you wasn't gonna say shit (laughs) that's part of the deal I thought nope (laughs) guess you need an NDA on these hoes
1: not ever hit Shout out to Dave Chappelle with the uh, uh the sex contract. Yeah. You feel me? But um you know
0: Nick Cannon tried to make one of those. Man,
1: uh, clearly it's a th- you need it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> clearly it wasn't a, a bad thing. idea.
1: You Feel me? It's a thing when you're a celebrity your name is just your name alone is worth something. So desperate ones will do desperate things.
0: Mhm. Um damn and they were dragging Cardi B the other day because of her comments on Wanting to buy an $80, $88,000 purse in the middle of a pandemic. Which, honestly, mm. I don't know. I, I personally don't think that it was... I don't even think it was that tasteless. I just think that... Especially because she wasn't saying, I'm going to buy it. She was quipping online to to her fans about things that are in her lifestyle. And personally, if you're going to be mad at, 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 at Cardi B and you're not going to avidly be mad at people like Bezos who literally can pay to end homelessness and hunger in America, and they just actively every day wake up and choose not to, then I think your priorities are sorely fucked up. Like, I don't know. I I saw it, I was like, ah. I just thought, you know, the fact that Cardi B can say something just so offhanded and frivolous, that doesn't even... she didn't even buy the purse, you know what I mean? And people can respond the way that they did. I it, I thought it was just so indicative of the lack of of moral priority that 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 pervades our society. Like, there's an absolutely no priority. Like, like seriously, like take all of that energy that you put towards Cardi B, and you need to be focusing that shit on someone like Bezos or Bloomberg for that matter. Bloomberg is somebody who's actively in the political sphere and also chooses not. He chooses not. To do any of the things. Listen, $500 million could cleanly, cleanly feed the hungry in America. $500 million. I don't know. He there spent isn't a, lot a of billion crossover dollars between
1: the um Cardi B and um Michael Bloomberg, Dewey Decimal's not dude decimal, but the uh Venn diagram. Even though they're both from New York, I don't think the people that that follow one would follow the other that much.
0: Um, I think that there's a there's a lot more crossover because because party is a pop star and a significant portion of her fan base are just middle-aged white women you know uh you know her fan base is really wide and i think that actually you'd be surprised at how much of there's an overlap in the people who listen to both of their voices I maybe not on the same be. level but at the same token she's becoming more and more of a a polit- cultural and political phenom, and so yeah, the people who are mad at her are mad because they see her as a as someone of a th- of a philanthropist, and so for her to say something so so um frivolous kind of triggers them. But it's like if that triggers you, just every single day Jeff Bezos chooses not to fix any of the problems that he is cleanly capable of fixing, and moreover, probably has a substantial hand in causing. And so it's like, really, that's they're so blind to the everyday malfeasance that happens around them that that when Cardi B tweets out a a quip about buying an expensive purse, that's what triggers them. It's it's just sad. It's like, come on, guys, just pay a little bit more attention to what's happening around you because there's tons of shit that definitely you can direct all of that towards and actually have a little bit more of a, a of an impact on. But no, you're adding your voice to the argument about whether cardi b should buy an expensive purse or not in the pandemic who cares that's not even your money that's nobody like that's that's her money that's no one else's money you know what i mean like the same the same reason why you you're not mad at bezos for 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 fixing any of the problems that he can is the same reason why you should ignore cardi b for buying a purse no matter how expensive it is because that money was never yours to begin with and it was never the public's and so they don't owe it to them but i don't know you know, and, and I get accused of pocket watching a lot because I, you know, I like to say like, yo, you're capable of this and that. But at the same token, I don't have unrealistic expectations of people. It's not like I'm, I'm having unrealistic expectations of people who are like poor and destitute. Like, why don't you do more to fix it? Like, no, I'm I'm expecting people who who actually possess a sub- substantial portion of the wealth of this country to take responsibility for the people that they're exploiting for that wealth. I don't know. I don't see that as the same thing as pocket watching, personally. But yeah, we should definitely ease the heat on Cardi B because of all the <laughs> things that she's done, that's the least egregious of them to 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 give her to give her any kind of flack off of. Um, people are
1: big mad right now.
0: Yeah, you know who they're big mad at, Mr. Vlad. <laughs> I, and, and 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 it blows my mind that people are just now getting Hilarious. upset over him because uh, Casanova. In his case, I think some of the primary evidence that they used against him came out of Vlad TV interviews and they were cited. The interviews were cited. You gotta stop um, dry snitching
1: on yourself, man.
0: And 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 I get it. I totally get it. I totally get it. Don't dry snitch on yourself. Um But then there I do I do hold some responsibility of the person asking the questions. It's one, you know, if you want to talk about, because none of the questions that he asked them, that they end up dry snitching on themselves, are actually relevant to their careers. These these are all questions about things that they were doing outside of their career that they should have known. I agree with you. But it's the interview, do bear, they He do doesn't bear always take
1: to the career. Sometimes he talks about their life in general as well.
0: I understand that. And and most of the time, those aren't the ones that, that, that get people um, wrapped up. It's the ones where he's poking him. Well, and and you're and and that's the thing is is that my critique of Vlad is not an exoneration of the person who dry snitched on themselves. They are wrong too. I'm going to hold multiple thoughts in my head. That person being wrong doesn't also stop the fact that it's very likely that Vlad is intentionally doing this. And so, yes. These young men who are blinded by the fame that they believe is going to take them to whatever, you know, next level of their career are doing something very silly. But we could also hold in, you know, the idea that maybe we shouldn't encourage Vlad to continuously prey on them and provide a platform for them to do harm to themselves. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to say, hey, you know... The guys out there selling crack, but then if you know, you can't let the crack house reside. You know what I mean? Like, no, No, yeah, you're no, you're right. Both the person who sells
1: the crack and the person who buys it are, the cr- are both wrong, the wrong in this yeah.
0: situation. And that's all I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say that these young men didn't do something stupid and didn't ask for most of this. They asked for most of this because there's definitely interviews where you see niggas like, um, um, who was it? Was it was it Sue Sue Surf that was on there, and he was. Hey, he was just stay like, tell him Vlad like, nah, Vlad, I ain't talking to you about nothing. I don't man. even know why you invited me here, nigga. Pee
1: Wee Longway did the
0: same Pee-wee thing. Pee Wee Longway was just like, I just like color, bruh. I like color, blue, just a nice color. <laughs> nah, man, I was a school kid, man. I ain't doing nothing in those streets. Like that's a smart way to do it, absolutely. So it can be done, which is why you can't. Which is why you got to tell these. You got to. You really got to. These young men believe so fervently that these acts of violence that they commit in the streets are their badges of honor. That when they're openly asked about these these things, that they they're they're, they're proud of them, and that's a problem. But you know why is Vlad providing them a platform to do that? Like why why and and then why do people love it? Because people just, well, and that's the thing is is that we can't be deluded. Because you know, the people from the streets want to hear about and, and people th- from the streets. But you know what? I don't think it's that. I think that the vast... <laughs> really? Well, no, 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 no. You know what I think it is? I think the vast majority of Vlad listeners are white kids who are enthralled by this. There's far more white kids who are enthralled by uh, uh, by creating this delusion that they know what the streets are about by watching Vlad TV interviews. And it's not black people making Vlad popular, it's white kids in the suburbs who are living vicariously through the shit that's being said in these. And that's why I think Vlad is... I don't think Vlad really wants to get these these kids arrested. But Vlad knows that that's his product. He's selling visceral experiences of the streets to suburban white kids. And he needs these kids, these guys to to say these things because that's his product.
1: You see where I'm getting at with that? Oh, I understand Does that sound completely. crazy? Not at all. But it's just it's just like anything else on the internet. But I I get you this in this particular case it happened so Vlad is wrong for sure. Well, but and just I just like, think that he's he's taking it know. to another
0: predatory level. Like there's World Star Hip Hop, but and I don't think that World Star Hip Hop is the same thing as Vlad because it's the, it's the it's it's a platform for a lot of the same ignorance as Vlad. But I think that the way they go about it is is this is just this is user generated content.
1: I mean, Vlad has a format for sure,
0: and and yeah, and I think. Yeah, Vlad's product is the visceral street experience packaged and sold to suburban white kids. And so, unfortunately, part of that is these young men saying things that incriminate themselves. And instead of being responsible and saying, shit, maybe I shouldn't have a business model that pretty much revolves around, you know, these young black men snitching on themselves. He's like, well, it's their choice. I mean... I got the audience for it, and if they're gonna keep doing it, I'm just gonna keep on letting them do it. And it's like, I hear you, and you're not doing bad business, but that's really culture vultury. like, cause it's it's openly hurting people, and it's and it's encouraging people to do things that they might not have otherwise done if without that encouragement.
1: Well, we've always known Vlad is a culture vulture. though. That's Absolutely. nothing
0: new. Yes, we have, but I'm glad to see that the the greater that other people are starting to come to that. Same, same. uh, I think people know
1: Vlad's a culture vulture. They just accept it for what comes with the product. Yeah. I don't think he's ever like, I don't think that's ever been like, since he's shown his face, I don't think that's ever been like not very, very noticeable. Yeah. Because like I said, Vlad has been very, very consistent in his product and his delivery of his product since like the inception of before Vlad TV even came to YouTube.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I got I got on the Vlad boat late, you know, because I, I didn't I didn't really watch. It wasn't until probably because I I honestly avoided so much of pop culture for the vast majority of like the 2010 to 2017 18. I avoided pop that I didn't even really watch Vlad interviews until around then, and um, yeah, it's he he got so many icons, and there's so many people that. That will sit down with him. That I think are they're 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 people who are from the culture. They're of the culture. They're, yeah,
1: they're a lot of those people he know personally. He knows personally as well.
0: Yeah, and and that sucks because I think that it 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 shows that we're not on code. We're not on code because I I like like people like Michael Jai White and you know someone and and not to mention. Some of the people who sat down with Vlad early, you know, I think now he's just kind of he's taking a turn, and so people are starting to see him for what he is. But um, yeah, before before Vlad, uh, before Vlad had really been kind of pointed out as a culture of vulture. I mean, you got your Lord Jamar sit down with him, um, which I don't think that Lord Jamar goes there anymore. I think that he's
1: actually part of the movement. The anti-blad yeah, movie. He and um Godfrey, Godfrey yeah. with the, um after the Mer- Minister Farrakhan deal.
0: Yep. And 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 thank God. Thank God that there was something that 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 was gonna be the line. Because I thought that there was several points that, that would be the line uh for for Lord Jamar. But yeah, I'm glad that that, that he took a stand on that Minister Farrakhan issue. Um, just because it's like the the point is salient that he made, that, that Lord Jamar made in reference to it is that you know vlad is being on code with his people you know what i mean it's not like it's not like you know vlad is is a is is airing his personal opinion no vlad is airing airing the feelings that that keep him on code with his people and so if that's the case then it really that's you, you really can't say you're pro black if you don't in in kind operate on code with your people and so yeah we got we you know we got to start doing that because let me tell you that the more we do that the the more solidarity our community has the more will respect we'll get as a consumer block you know what i mean like and when i say respect as a consumer block there's you know people who market enter you know kind of hip-hop oriented media like complex that don't respect the people that they're marketing it to. And that's not, that's not healthy. We don't want them cultivating the images of the people that we love. Cause then you get DJ academics
1: <laughs>
0: and that's bad, man. I was so disappointed. I was listening to Brianna joy gray, and she had the nerve to say Gray's that joy. academics was like <laughs> a funny. political tastemaker. I was like, okay, you've that's lost all funny. credibility. I want to go ahead and close this video. <laughs> um i hope you never say anything of that nature again because that just made me feel like oh you have no you are just wow <laughs> who paid wow. you to say that that is just the most inaccurate thing i've ever heard like he doesn't have a pull, any political acumen he's not a he's not even a tastemaker he's not even a he's not even i mean is he relevant
1: I haven't listened to Academics since, like, before he even got the job with, with um uh, 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 fucking Joe Button. Yeah. So, like, yeah I, I, I listened to Academics when Academics was on YouTube. And then he got popular, and then he changed, and I was like, this is not why I started listening to you.
0: Yeah, Academics is, is, is a travesty. But, yeah, for her to shout him out, that that, that was sad. That was sad. And she was talking to Cornell West, and I was like, oh, goodness, girl, <laughs> I can't believe you. Ugh. Like it, 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 that that was a real faux pas, you know. That, that's a that's a that's that's like you know Biden nominating Rahm Emanuel to his cabinet, like <laughs> word. You know that nigga who 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 fucking covered up Laquan McDonald's murder. Yeah, that nigga. Yeah, we are gonna bring him into the cabinet. Like, no, you no, you're not reading the room. You're not reading the room. And I was just like, really, that's who. I mean even a cursory uh uh investigation of who he is and 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 his views and opinions would say he is not the one you want to be bringing up in any kind of conversation in regards to uh politics or or taste making no but um yeah you know I hope that moving forward uh We can finally like start to have more solidarity a little bit more um overt of a on code status so that people you know what i mean like i don't know it's when people say on code it's you you kind of i think insinuate like this unspoken rule that 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 everyone's kind of trying to work towards and i don't know if people if black people have the solidarity to really solidify like a code because we're not a monolith, you know what I mean, and and we're way less monolithic than I think white people are, you know what I mean. Like white people aren't monolithic, but I think they're a little bit more monolithic than black people. Like they they get on cold a little bit easier, you know what I mean. They still manage yeah. to get sixty percent of people. More
1: diverse than they like to admit. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. And you know, I was talking to, um, to my dad about this, and 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 like in America, the diversity of black people was intentionally done. Diversity of thought of black people was purposely done. You know what I mean? Because you have people who come up with the traditional black tradition in America, um, you know what I mean? That have history. And then you have black immigrants that have come in from outside of the country. And there's a lot of difference in the cultures. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of the immigrants that come in, come from places like Nigeria, where there hasn't been a history of slavery in a long time. And their community is a lot more established and they don't have a lot of the same, um, issues that the African-American community has because they exist in a state of constant cultural attack. You know what I mean? Institutional racism. And so that diverse... And because of that, African-Americans tend to be far more progressive than African or or immigrants, black immigrants that come in. They tend to be... Black immigrants tend to be conservative. And so that that dilutes the progressive and radical power that can come from the the traditional black... Uh, culture that resides in America. And so it was weaponized. And I don't think it was done intentionally. The people who came here didn't do it intentionally. But of course, the people who controlled the immigration population, uh, the immigration policy, did it intentionally. Because it's not like when they brought, let people come in, that they just let them freely disperse throughout the country. No, they had to come in through certain ports of entry. Then they put them into communities that would, would, you know, that would put them into situations where they would end up in generational generally generationally impoverished communities, things like that. And then then it's harder for them to to succeed. Of course that doesn't stop many of them. You know, I think black night um Nigerians have some of the highest admittance rates into secondary schools of anyone, but that's because they come over here with resources. You know what I mean? They don't you know poor Nigerians don't technically get to leave Africa and come over. It's a very rare, rare thing that happens. And so it, it creates you know, disparities in the neighborhoods and so forth. So that was just an interesting, interesting conversation I was having with my um, with my dad recently about how uh, when black people, you know, try to solidify with, you know, get on code, it's really, really difficult because we're not monolithic. And unfortunately, a lot of those separations were purposely put into the community. But we can overcome them because, you know, if there's anything that you get, Jamaicans have a huge solidarity. We have a huge respect for the difference in culture and a huge solidarity with the with the with the idea that the racism affects us all equally. You know what I mean? Like yes. we don't we we understand that there's, you know, no matter how different our culture is, we're all going to be subject to the same oppression. So the solidarity is necessary so that it doesn't crush us. You know what I mean? And you get a lot of Africans that carry that same sentiment as well despite the weaponization of immigration against the African American community here. And so yeah, you know, there is a huge potential for solidarity there. We just got to manage to, to, to get on code. And so yeah, I want that that'll be an interesting and uh an interesting development into the future because I think that, you know, the communication revolutions we have, we will we'll be able to get more towards that. But yeah, I know I said I was going to keep this one nice and light let's see what else we got going on um okay we'll we'll wrap up with um the cyberpunk 20 uh uh 2077 release
1: yeah yeah yep i can't wait
0: i'm waiting um till christmas when i fire up the new production rig definitely going to be playing a little bit of games on it. <laughs> i you got to utilize the power where it's at you know absolutely and That's so yeah so you afford to play it but um the launch was a little bit rough from what i understand yeah, a Jeff little bit buggy. Was,
1: <laughs> Jeff was downloading for a minute.
0: Yes, but I I haven't spoken to him since he said he actually downloaded. <laughs> so I'm assuming that it's it's awesome.
1: Uh, he's gone. That's funny.
0: But yeah, there, you know I was really surprised because as launch came closer and closer, of course the controversies hit, and so evidently CD Projekt Red, despite their 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 Attempts at PR uh, masquerading evidently went through a massive amount of crunch in this game, which they promised they wouldn't do. (laughs) And I don't know, it feels like there are a minority of people who are complaining. I feel like just based on the way that it's being reported, it feels like the vast majority of the studio was on board with the tactics that they used to get the game done and that it was a minority of people who were heavily inconvenienced by the increased production schedule that are trying to speak out against it. And that's my thing, is is crunch is bad. But if 75% of the studio agrees and just operates well and says it's okay and understands the full breadth and width of their rights and what's going on, and they still choose to do it, then, you know, maybe, in I'm sorry, not that the 25% should be penalized, but I also don't think that they should have the right to now say that this is a toxic work environment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it feels like that's what's happening to me. That's the, And that's just based on the reporting. I don't know what the inside story is, but based on the way it's being reported, because it's not like they're saying, like, the whole staff is saying this. It's isolated incidents. I think they have, like, three or four whistleblowers or whatever, but I'm... You know, people are just writing them off as just like another, you know, corporate corrupt, you know, production house. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I I, I agree. Crunch sucks. You want to try your best not to do it. But I don't know, man. I know some developers. I do know some developers. And what I will say is, is that some of them like working like that. And it's very unhealthy, and I'm not saying it's in their best, but they like to do it. That's their preferred work method. They would like to they want to be on a project they love, working intensely as long as they're getting compensated for their time. And that's just what they and then they and then they won't work on another project, or they'll they'll work less intensely for a while to to recuperate. But you know, some people don't mind doing that on their passion projects. And I have a strong feeling this was a passion
1: project for a lot of people. Not even that, some people work long hours
0: <laughs> and they don't mind, and they're coders. We know that these are people who work outside of the <laughs> typical the typical work regimen and me? and and I don't know, man, like that's the thing is is that we want to respect people and we want to respect their right to not have to work 10, 12 hour work days. but we can't pretend like we don't exist in a world where there aren't people who do that and they like it. And honestly, who should we disincentivize them to do it? Should we penalize them for doing it? I don't see that as being the 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 reasonable way to go about it. You know what I mean? You don't want to encourage employers to be exploitative, but you also don't like what 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 would this person be doing otherwise? You know what I mean? Like what, you know, colorizing hentai for 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 the internet to 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 enjoy? Like that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, these people are doing something that they think is important and they get gratification from. And if they choose to work intensely on it, I don't know if we as, as as consumers should then stigmatize the company and say that CD Projekt Red is a slave driver now. Especially when I don't believe that the people who... and Now, I, I could be wrong. I don't know if this is what happened, but I didn't hear anything of them penalizing people who, who didn't work under the crunch. You just didn't get, you just didn't get the work. Like you weren't there to work and you were only able to work your hours, but there were other people who were capable of doing it and were willing to and who did. And so, I am i don't know. I, I, typically I would say like a game made under intense year-long crunch, I would probably like try to avoid. But I don't think that this, this game, uh, this game's production cycle really merits that. But yeah, I just I really wanted to address some of those things because I'm definitely gonna play the game. <laughs> I've decided that I am gonna go through it. But I, you know, I had gotten into a Twitter exchange with someone because I was I was definitely unaware of even the few uh, people who had came out to speak ag- speak against the Crunch. Um, and so I was, and so I was like, Yo, why are you? you know? I engaged them. I was like, It seems kind of silly to to not play the game because maybe a few people out of a several hundred person development team. You know, I don't know if it's several hundred people, but it's probably closer to a hundred people, but, you know, a whole development team when just a few of them were complaining, you know what I mean? Like, are you just going to ignore the work of everyone else? Like, ah, fuck all the rest of your work. You know what I mean? Like, I get you don't want to encourage the company to do this, but the people didn't do this for you not to buy the game. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's, it is a... If they didn't want you to buy the game, then, you know, they'd probably come out and say, please don't purchase this game. It was made under slave labor conditions. But that's not what they're saying. They were like, hey, eh, it sucked making the game. Nothing in that tells me that I should no longer purchase this game because now it just seems like I'm making it a complete waste. I'm I'm wasting, you know, my my opportunity to enjoy the game and I'm wasting all of the work that they made, you know, put into making a game for people to enjoy. It just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem, it seems like you're uh, cutting the nose to spite the face by not buying a game right. that you know you're going to enjoy just because a few people who were working on it didn't enjoy the work process.
1: But that's okay, though, because he's the only one getting punished for that. Feel me? Somebody else is just going to buy that copy.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's not even like, the. and it's not even like there's there's a finite amount of copies. It's just digital. Exactly. Man, that game is digital.
1: Feel me? So, hey, but if he um, wants to so pout yeah. on the internet, let him pout.
0: Well, I mean, I and I get it. I get it. You know, the it's nice that the that the community wants oh, to <laughs> wants to support the developers, but at what point do you stop are you are you going above and beyond? You know what I mean? Like like when you see someone in a in a bad relationship and you're like, you know, if you need any help, I really am here to help you in whatever way you need to get out of the relationship and they go, "But I love them." It's like, "All right, well, cool then. I'm not going to sit here and fight with you." Pretty much, you. This is a clearly a bad relationship. But if you love it, I have no right to tell you where you should and shouldn't be at this point. You know what I mean? Like I've offered you the help, you know, and you're saying that you're cool here. You just hope it gets better. Well, cool. Then I hope it gets better. But I'm not Fair gonna. Way. I'm not gonna now then start to spite myself and not play the games and all that stuff because because I feel badly about the work condition that you choose to be in. I don't know. That doesn't seem to be sensible to me. But yeah, um there was that and I guess we'll 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 wrap up on this funny ass fucking ugh oh, jeez. When I saw this, I, I I laughed heartily. Times named their nominees for the man of the year. I saw that. Or person I'm sorry, person of the year. I saw that. Donald Trump. So by at, at that point I was like, fuck this list, man. Fuck this list. Fuck these people. Fuck anybody who thinks that Donald Trump deserves to be honored in any way, which, way, shape, or form. The fact that you even presented him as man of the year means that you guys are fucking trash. Anyway, so that was number one. So I was over it then. <laughs> number two, Biden-Harris. They're they're nominating them as a duo. <laughs> That's Person of the funny. year.
1: Persons of the year. I wonder who should feel more insulted. <sighs> Very, very good point.
0: Then they nominated the BLM movement. The movement for black lives. And their their the iconography they used for it was George Floyd George Floyd's face. Nom under the nomination. And then number four was Dr. Fauci. And I was like, you know what? <laughs>
1: you guys are really disgusting. A throw a pandering one in there, real quick.
0: First of all, the movement for Black Lives is a powerful, important movement. It, but how, and and in, and in, and in, it is totally erasure to use a black man's face in this in this uh, as the iconography for it. When the movement was started by three black women, was sparked by the murder of a black woman. And they still choose to use George Floyd's face. And, and they have yet to arrest to the murders of Breonna Taylor. I'm sorry?
1: And that woman was elected to Congress. The one who started the movement.
0: It, it's just, yes, one of them. Yes, Corey Bush was one of the the founding members of BLM. And so, yeah, it's totally racist. And and of, you what hello, why couldn't she be nominated? Like, why couldn't she be the face of it? She's clearly a, uh, an influential person. She managed to be the, she's a... a I mean, it's just so terrible. Like, the idea that they chose not just to objectify the movement, but then to to the total erasure of black women as the head of that movement, just, it was so pandering and 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 just, it moved me totally in the wrong direction. And then, of course, the the Biden-Harris nomination was just complete bullshit. And then you got Fauci, who's been the most ineffective public health leader that I've ever seen. The most ineffective public health leader that I've ever seen, period. Hands down. No questions. And he was ineffective because when it first started and he should have been taking all of these big, bold stances against Donald Trump, he didn't. And so it left the door open for people to listen to Trump. And I can only imagine how many countless of thousands of people were infected because he didn't take that stand. Because if he would have told people, listen, I'm the adult in the room. Listen to the president say whatever you want. I'm the adult in the room. This is what we are doing. I'm not going to tell you whether you should believe him or not. I'm not going to tell him what he should and shouldn't say. I'm not in control of that. But as the adult in the room, as the professional here, this is what needs to happen. From day one, that should have been his stance. As a public health official in charge of... And so. The fact that they are even nominating him after such an egregious failure, just oh, this Times Person of the Year list is the most, uh, just it, it's it's so cringy. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Just so cringy. Like I don't know. And then and then to put to put Donald Trump next to any of these other people, I just don't understand. Like, what message are they trying to send? Because they're they're definitely subbing. They're subbing the world. Or they're subbing America by, by making these nominations. The Times Magazine is definitely subbing America. Like, hey, look at these people. These are the people who we think were the most important of the ones that... Of everyone in this country. These are the people who we think represent you, the public. The best. Person of the year. Well, And I, and I don't even know particularly what the person of the year is supposed to represent. I don't know what... I I I thought it was. I heard it was supposed to be people who showed exemplary grit and 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 good leadership skills and things of that nature. The year. And I'm like, how the fuck did you nominate Donald Trump? Like, you people are generally disgusting people. The Times Times Magazine is just about the worst thing ever. Genuinely, the worst thing ever. I can't believe that they chose to do that. And 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 with a straight face. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure they had a meeting about this. Several white people sat down together and said, Yeah, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going with it. Everyone on board? All right, let's do this. I can't I just don't understand how how how, how any group of people like I to understand how individuals could be that stupid, but they got a bunch of people to agree this shit and then send it to a printer and immortalize it. Like, get out of here, man. I don't think I wouldn't be satisfied with any of these people. And, and you know, I don't know. I just thought that that was that was a uh, quite the uh, quite the the slap in the face from the Times Magazine to wrap up the year. <laughs> and, it's, and it was funny because I was watching this one video online. It was a parody of like who the man, uh, who the person of the year really should be, and and they were arguing it should be by by the standards uh, of the people that they chose, it should have been Giuliani because he represents he represents twenty twenty to the teeth. He is 2020 personified in human form.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. Giuliani
0: is is it. Like, how, is based on those nominations, how is Giuliani not person of the year right now?
1: Shout out to Giuliani farting on camera. Bro,
0: that was great. That was great.
1: Actually, was, shout out to the lady next to him who kept the straight face. That was, no,
0: she definitely <laughs> flinched. She definitely flinched. I mean, yeah,
1: but I mean, like, you know what I mean? I know, she keep it she kept it professional, you know what I'm saying? Pull up! <laughs> that's what I bet.
0: Yeah, no, she definitely kept the profession I'll give her that for sure yeah,
1: Giuliani's falling apart And they don't give a fuck That's lit I want, I want to live to be that old and that free To where I could just He's like so Don't free. give a fuck You know what I mean? I'm chilling How you doing? Nah, you know what I mean? I painted my locks on And now they're dripping out But I'm straight, bro Bro I'm about to hold a press conference And talk to people That's how confident I feel um, How was your day?
0: I mean And now, and I just think it's faking I think they all faked having Corona. I'm pretty yeah, sure they're sorry. all faking it. He said he said he said I got the same cocktail that they gave Trump. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Trump ain't getting no cocktail. That's neither did Ben Carson. Silly. Y'all were y'all were probably dodging court dates. Nigga, How if, much you wanna bet that if you do a little bit if, of digging, those niggas were dodging court dates?
1: Trump could consistently fake that cough. You're out of you're out of control. No, him. I just think
0: that I just think they stopped covering up his coughs. I think <laughs> he coughs like that regularly all the time. He's an old ass man. That's cool. I don't know. Making some shit up, <laughs> but yeah, nah, that, I I don't know, man. I, I I did agree with that with that one video though. That if those are going to be the nominees, then it should have been Giuliani all the way. He embodies the the 2020 uh experience. Yeah, fucker. Won't. Actually, yeah, he does, man. Yeah, he lost his job, got a job, got a new job, started representing the president, got the uh, the uh COVID nineteen. He got all of that. He had the whole 2020
1: experience me. He's doing it big man He's he's running out this year With a bang Gotsta gotsta Alrighty
0: Well I hope uh, Everyone enjoyed it We're gonna go ahead And wrap it up Follow us on The social medias You can find me on Instagram At Heron's Home Podcast And you can find me on Twitter at Karee underscore T And at Home Heron and i'll
1: be on instagram at rico underscore g sound
0: and always remember time is only wasted if you choose to waste it so learn from your mistakes it's the only thing you truly will learn from thank you for joining us guys have a great one peace take it easy see you at 100 yes sir